G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Of course, on a Monday, we always chat to the ACL and I've got uh, Rob Norman on the phone, who's the Queensland Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Good morning, Rob. How are you? How are you, Robbo? I'm doing very well, thanks, mate. It's good to be with you. Yes, good to chat with you today. And I guess an important question in September is always, did your team win on the weekend? Of course, it's finals for you at the moment. Are you still (laughs) cheering for a team that's winning or is your team long gone? No, I am, mate, I'm as as happy as I'm a Carlton supporter in Victoria. I follow Uh the AFL and Carlton have been in in the woods for a long time, mate. So I was very happy on the weekend. Up the mighty blues, eh? That's it. <laughs> That's great. Yes, well, another one of our uh, staff here are, are very passionate Blues fans as well. So there's been some big smiles here this morning, which is you know, very good. I guess that's the, the love of uh, September, isn't it? That the, uh, you know, If your team's still in the finals, that's always a good thing. That's exactly right, mate. It's all good. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if it's See, all good. Go. I'm not confident about next week, mind you. We've got Melbourne coming up, so yeah. that's going to be a big one. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, I guess everything's elimination from here on in, isn't it? So... Uh, Yep. Exciting times. Anyway, speaking of elimination, I'm not sure. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I know uh, uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk is back in uh, the driver's seat today. She's been away on a couple of weeks' holiday. And I've got to say, I feel a bit for these you know, uh, uh, political leaders who need a break. I mean, they work so hard and they take you know, a couple of weeks off. But while you know, the, the uh, cat's away, the mice play, and there's been lots of speculation going on. I mean, how do you feel for... Uh, People like uh, you know the Queensland State Premier, who's uh, you know come back today, first day back in the job, but there's been lots of talk about whether or not she's going to stay on as the uh, the State Premier. Yeah, it is tough, Robbo. She's um, she's been on a holiday, and I think the media probably enjoyed a bit of a holiday with her. They followed her around wherever she went, by the looks of it. Um, but you're right, there is talk around the the ridges that um, that her job might be on a short list. So. It's all ears to the ground on that one, Robbo. Mm. I don't have any inside information on it. I don't think anybody does, but there's certainly lots of whispers happening around the place, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I guess you, the thing that we know about the uh, secular meters, you'd need to take everything they say with a grain of salt. But uh, yeah, there certainly has been lots of whispers for sure. But something we can say for certain uh, is something that took place just before she left on that holiday. That was back at the uh, you know towards the end of August. Uh, her government uh, really rammed through uh, some big amendments to its child protection uh, and uh, you know, offending reporter and offender prohibition, well, prohibition order and other legislation amendment bill. I mean, that's a mouthful, isn't it? But uh, anyway, yeah, some big amendments in there, including um, yes, partic- particularly around uh, sex workers. Yes, Robbo, this bill, um, look, it became it became a Trojan horse. So in its original form, it was probably a reasonable bill. And it did look at some, some true, you know, protection issues for young people particularly. Um, but ultimately, the police minister picked it up and used it to barrel a whole bunch of legislation through, including two of the um, two recommendations to essentially legalise prostitution. So... Um, you might, and your listeners probably know as well, that the Queensland Law Reform Commission 
has made recommendation for a decriminalised prostitution industry in Queensland. So this bill carried two of the big recommendations through. It basically uh, legalised street solicitation for prostitution purposes. And secondly, it also disarmed police when it comes to um, covert operations or move on, you know, kind of move on orders even with, with street soliciting. So um, it's a very interesting point in the history, I guess, of Queensland when it comes to the sex industry. Uh, because what we see now is that essentially robo-prostitution is still illegal in Queensland outside of the licensed brothels, but the police don't have powers to prosecute. Mm. And so we're kind of in this limbo situation um, and we're expecting, I guess, that there will be a full-scale bill coming up uh, for the decriminalisation of prostitution probably by the end of this year. Wow, that's very so concerning. That's the way that thing's looking. It is. And you know what? There, was, there were other things that went through on that bill as well, um, including, uh, and this, you know, the big one is that we know that uh, youth can now be detained at police stations. They can be used as, uh, the lock-up facilities can be used as detention centres um, and so, yeah, this look, this is a government that's in crisis when it comes to um, to youth justice. And um, the fact that that bill went through, Robbo, so easily mm. um, and it was completely partisan. And so uh, not even the Greens voted for it. The bill went through completely with on the force of, of the Labor vote only. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's caused a big stir. Um, and it's opened the door to, of course, the, the full decriminalisation of prostitution, yeah. which, of course, we're not happy with. Yeah, well, fair enough, too. And I guess the thing with that, I mean, it was, you know, the amendments were presented without any notice. There was no scrutiny. There was no public consultation like it really was. I mean, you called it a Trojan horse, but it was, you know, rushed through as well, which is uh, concerning. Obviously, Queensland is one of the few states without an upper house. So there's no sort of second uh, tier of uh, checks and balances, is there? Yeah, that's right. I mean, this is a this is part of a bigger picture, um, and the southern states often refer to us as the cowboy state when it comes to politics. And when you see things like this, Robbo, it gives them unfortunately justification for saying things like that because it really did get forced through. Um, as you say, we have one house, and the party that has majority will inevitably get their bills through, um, and so that's what's happened in this case. But you know what, there, there is a glimmering light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm hoping it's not a train coming towards us. <laughs> um, so in South Australia, what we've seen down there is, um, and this is my home state, I'm a, it's a state I still love, obviously, and have lots of friends there. Um, one of the MLCs, a lady called Nicola Centafanti, has introduced a bill into the SA Parliament, Robbo, that is based on the Nordic model of prostitution. Um, so this is huge in terms of the ACL journey. We've been uh, advocating for this model for over 10 years. Um, it's like any model, it's not perfect, but what it has proven to do in the Nordic countries, uh, Norway, Sweden, even France, uh, even Ireland, this bill has been uh, introduced into parliaments and made legislation and it has reduced the the whole industry, it's reduced it significantly. Um, and so if you compare a nation, for instance, and I'm sorry for going on about this, but I'm very passionate about it. If you compare Sweden, for instance, with Germany, which is completely legalised prostitution, 
one in 175 Germans have direct involvement in the prostitution industry. If you look at Sweden, it's more like one in 10,000. And so that's the kind of difference we look at when it, when it comes to implementing the right model. Wow. So the, the Nordic model essentially criminalises the buying of sex and it provides pathways out of prostitution for young girls and women that are trapped in the industry and essentially become slaves to the industry. Mm. Um, so there is glimmering, there's a glimmer of hope and, and hopefully we can see that kind of thing in Queensland at some point. And so we're certainly advocating for that. Yeah, oh, fair enough. It certainly is a, a huge uh, issue and something that requires a lot of thought. And I, I guess, you know, we want to see things much more you know, considered through the political process rather than just, you know, rushing things through without really any uh, thought at all. So that's uh, certainly one to keep an Absolutely. eye on. Another big thing that you guys have been um, you know, speaking about is parental rights. Tell us what is happening with that. Yeah, this parental rights, look, it, again, this underlies, it's, it's a fundamental of society. And so when you think about it, the primacy of families is something that we value as a Western secular democratic society. And it, it goes right back. It goes back to biblical times. Um, and so we see essentially the family as being the basic unit for, uh, for law and order, for uh, the well-being of children. Um, you know, we build biblical, we have biblical foundations that are built on that thing. And so at the moment, what we're seeing is that there are laws that are creeping in that are under, um, undermining parental rights. And so a good example of that would be the Birth, Deaths and Marriages Amendment bill that went through previously in Queensland just a few months ago. And what that bill does is that it will allow children as young as 12 to change their sex on the Birth, Deaths and Marriages Register. In other words, their, their birth certificate sex can be changed without any parental uh, permission or even knowledge. Wow. And so that's a, that's a disaster, obviously. Mm. Um, and then if you extrapolate that, Robbo, it's also happening in the equality bills that are being raised through the country. So Victoria's already got a, a so-called equality bill that, um, again, allows young children as young as 12 to transition genders, to begin um, hormone, cross-sex hormone treatment, ultimately um, uh, surgery that goes with uh, sex change operations. And they, again, they can do that without parental consent. Um, and not many people realise this. Mm. It's huge. That's uh, that, that, that kind of bill's being raised again in New South Wales, but this is a trend, a worrying trend that we're seeing across the country. And so um, I'm very passionate about asking our political, uh, our politicians to look at rolling back some of these things and revisiting the whole parental rights area. Mm. It's so important, isn't it? I mean, obviously, at the age of twelve, you've got, to, and I mean, I, I mean, I've got a couple of teenagers, so I mean, I know that these, you know, pe people in their teens are changing their mind all the time. So, you know, one day mm. are they going to be able to change their uh, sex on their birth certificate repeatedly, or is it sort of once once only? Like, how does that work? It just seems like a, a, a incredible situation to have, you know, mm. the people of that age, like you know, um, early teenagers, uh, making those decisions without any awareness at all from their parents. Well, that's it. I mean, when you think about it, children can't 
buy alcohol, you've got to be 18 to do that. They mm. can't drive a car, you've got to be 17, I guess, in Queensland. Um, and yet at 12, they can change their sex. And uh, then if they don't like it, next year they can change it again. So it's it, the way the law is in Queensland, it's every 12 months they can essentially front up to a magistrate Wow. And uh, and and have their sex changed really at the jot of a pen. Wow. Um, and is there more required than that? Like, do they have to have you know like a doctor's letter or you know psychologist or something else, or can they literally just turn up and say, oh, you know, I, I don't, you know, I want to change my sex, and, and they just uh, go ahead with it no matter what? Well, no, it's 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 basically it can be done with a magistrate. So um, you know, it's there doesn't need to be. There doesn't need to be great intervention. Um, there doesn't need to be a sign-off. There doesn't need to be sex change surgery or anything like that. I guess with with a you know with the signature of a medical practitioner or a magistrate, uh, that process begins. Um, but the you know the problem with it obviously is that there there doesn't need to be parental intervention. Mm, that's incredible. And so uh, you know look. We, we've just seen the disastrous show. I don't know if you saw it, Robbo, on Channel 7 last week, the spotlight show that highlighted some of this. Uh, it was called Detransitioners, um, and it's caused incredible um, controversy, obviously. And they called it the most controversial show. Mm. Um, but it highlighted some of these problems. Uh, they even had testimonies of young people that have have gone well down the transitioning road who have had obvious regrets and then tried to back out of it. So this is a massive issue. Mm. And uh, look, I think it will turn around. I think there is a, a turning around happening, but we can't give up on it. Yeah. Parents have got to stay the course. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the reality is that, I mean, you said this bill's already been put through the Queensland Parliament. So, you know, even if there is a bit of a rethink there's still a process and a lot of time involved, isn't there, to sort of you know, undo legislation? Like, it's not something that they can say, oh, well, we've changed our mind, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll back no, out of that. Right. But there's a, a lot of process involved with it, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Look, it's hard to, it's hard to roll back anything once it becomes law. Um, and I guess it's, it's, that's why we must embark on a long journey uh, I, look, I wish, Robbo, at the end of the day, I wish that there were a thousand parents that would turn up on the, on the steps of Parliament and protest things like this. I think if we moved in that sort of way, um, the parliamentarians would have to listen to us. Uh, but see, what happens often is that these things go through by stealth. Mm. And people find out, usually weeks or even months later, that that legislation passed and they wring their hands and shake their head and say, well, that should never have happened. But we really have to call people to action. We've got to inform them. We've got to keep them uh, interested in politics because at the end of the day, if you don't, somebody else will. Mm. And that's what happens with these issues, unfortunately. Yeah, so true. Well, of course, you guys are doing a great job with that. And obviously, the uh, ACL website is a great place to visit to find out more about some of these issues and I guess other things that are bubbling away. I mean, obviously... Uh, we haven't even touched on the misinformation and disinformation bill that uh, you know is uh, being debated at the moment. Uh, the ACL are calling for, uh, you know, or your slogan is "bin the bill," um, mm. because yeah, it really is very uh, concerning. And there's been lots of people from you know lots of different sides, not just Christians, that are saying they're really concerned about what this uh, bill is going to mean uh, if it does get introduced. So 
lots of things you mm. guys are doing. Uh, ACL.org.au is a, a great place to go, or on social media as well. I mean, I know you have uh, regular videos and lots of other uh, information available through uh, all the different social yeah. media channels and YouTube. But uh, is there? I mean, obviously the misinformation bill is probably the the key one at the moment on on your website. Is there anything else that uh, is bubbling away that people should check out the website to get updated on? Yeah, look, there is a heap of stuff ha- happening. Um, you might be aware of the baby born babies born alive bill. Mm, yep. um, that's the bill that uh, Matt Canavan sponsoring along with uh, Ralph Babette and um, Senator Alex Antic from South Australia. So uh, this bill would basically protect children that are born after a botched abortion. Um, And, of course, there are many politicians that are even in denial that that's happening. Um, But it is happening. It's happening in large numbers, unfortunately. Um, You know, we've had... we Recently, Alex Antic gave testimony in Parliament of a whistleblower uh, midwife who gave first-hand evidence that it's actually happening here in Queensland. So these things are happening behind the scenes as well, Robbo. And, uh, again, we've got to stay... Um, with ears to the ground. And the ACL website's a great place to do that. Mm. Well, as um, mentioned. For, for anyone, sorry, sorry, for anyone who doesn't know, the, the website also allows people to sign up and receive our regular newsletter. Mm. Yeah, well, that's a great place to go. So, as mentioned, acl.org.au is the website. And yeah, there is some really good tools on on that uh, website for that, as you mentioned, the, you know, signing up for the newsletter. But even you know, as different things come up, being able to easily sign a petition that's going to be sent through or a letter to a, a, a MP, uh, all available there, acl.org.au. Uh, certainly some very concerning things happening at the moment, particularly you know, you focused in on Queensland this week, Rob, but uh, lots going on around the country. And it's, uh, I think, lots of uh, points for prayer, isn't it, you know, for our nation and for Absolutely. the leaders of our nation as well. So thanks so much for the update today. It's been great to chat with you this morning on 2020. You're a champion, mate. Thanks for that. Take care. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.